Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. So, um, it's been a while. A week. A week, yes. Uh, since we last talked. Literally. Sometimes <laughs> it feels too long. <laughs> Sometimes it's too short. That's true. There are That's days true. when I don't want to talk to you. So. Well. <laughs> no, welcome back, everybody. Uh, boy, we just said what we didn't want to say. I know you did it. Scrub that. <laughs> yeah, we can't scrub that. No, so anyways, uh, you had an exciting weekend just this past weekend. Tell us about it. I did, I did. We took, uh, I think there was 17 of us that went up to northern Wisconsin to the upper UP. That's and, that's Michigan. Yes, and we went up that way, something okay. like that. We went up north. I don't know. I'm a truck driver, so what do I know? Um, <laughs> I, a Saturday athletes class is coming up. I'll have, make sure I'll I'll yeah. yeah, route now. I think that's I'm it, actually. This weekend. I think I'm actually. No, no, no. It's you, this weekend. Is it? Yeah, it's this Saturday coming up. Uh, now you expect September me to know. September Third. You expect me to know days and where I'm going. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Keep going about your wonderful, wonderful weekend. So we took the bikes and we all went up up north. Up east? We, no, no, no. We took the we took. Well, I'm scared of them after Dan. I didn't want to fall off over anything, <laughs> you know. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um. Yeah, we went up. We made a few stops. We took about a two-day ride, you know, Friday, Saturday, and came back on Sunday. And uh, some beautiful scenery in northern Wisconsin. I think you went up by, if I remember, Lake Superior, right? Yeah, we went up Bayfield, by Lake Superior. Ashland. Ashland. Yeah. Uh, we started our first day. We went up to Ashland and stayed up there. Had some great food up there over the weekend. It was awesome. Um, Saturday, we got to coming down. It was looking beautiful. It was going to the lighthouse. was checking out Lake Superior. It was absolutely beautiful. Had a great breakfast at a little place. I think that was in Bayfield, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, just fantastic. We ordered the food, and it's just massive. Uh, uh, massive white fish and it was absolutely delicious and then we stop at this rest area up there tell us about the rest area yeah uh, I heard yeah, a little it didn't work that great you know what didn't work that great yeah I, I've done a lot of custom work on my bike yep. and uh, and I made a, a lot of I, people that know me know I like to pick on people and have fun and I go to leave, and mine's all on air, and I shoot air to it to make it lift up to where I can start rolling, and nothing. So for about two hours, uh, we commenced to taking a bike apart in a, in a rest area. Yeah, I caught, caught uh, hell all the way. <laughs> and still to this day, I'm catching hell. So... Uh, Sometimes you have to eat crow whenever you do that, you know. <laughs> yes, no, no kidding. Um, so I'll probably be a while before I live that one down. So you managed to fix it or get we it back? Did, we did. We did. It was something simple. It was just a hot wire. It had 
the hot wire had broke or something. Probably like uh, if you remember watching the Christmas story. Uh, yes. No, not the Christmas story. Uh, oh God, what is it? Where he plugs in all of the lights. Uh, Christmas vacation. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I think that's more like it. I had like three things run into one wire and it overloaded it, and the lights kept. It's just a light switch, right? It pretty <laughs> much. And uh, one of the guys reached over and flipped the switch. Hey, it works, you know. Yeah. So. Okay. But it was better than the previous year. Uh, previous year, our, uh, Jason Crenn over there, our, our boss, our boss, the director of our orientation mm-hmm. department, we had another instructor. He was out there, and he, he couldn't get his bike to start. So we fiddle with it. We're trying to jump it off. Nothing's working. Jason's goes, well, you know, him being big Jason, he goes, oh, I'll just push starting. <laughs> you know, we're standing back just looking at him like a – I know, can see it now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're standing back looking at him. He's the only one. Him and his wife is on the bike, and he's standing back. We're watching him, and he's pushing it. All of a sudden, the, the instructor goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to turn the switch off. <laughs> 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 so – it was. Uh, we always have an interesting year every year. We do that every year. So, my weekend was interesting. Uh, well, I didn't ask you, but you go ahead and tell us. No, sure. it was interesting. Yeah, go ahead and share. I just. What did you do? I was at work. Other than work for me. <laughs> I was at work. So, <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. And you had fun. I had fun. But you had what four days prior to that. So how did that go? Anything um, interesting? No, but I, I do want to mention something about that. Thanks for I just reminded mm-hmm. me. So if you remember, we had an email from Tiana Voda about um, physical therapy. Okay. Um, that Rails offering to the employees, right? So mm-hmm. I went ahead and I checked them out. Uh, as you know, I had my knee replaced, mm-hmm. and um, so I had my th- physical therapist. That ended back in May, and so I just wanted to try this out to see what it was all about. And I got to tell you, um, I was impressed of the service I got. I thought I was going to get like a you know, mm-hmm. well, I'll try this, do that, right. and see you later. No, it was it was a full-fledged physical therapy for it, and we decided we're going to go to two weeks or two two times a week just on my off weeks. So okay. um, that's up in Stratford. Um, it's Doctors of Physical Therapy. Uh, thank you for that, Rail. But anyways, that's a great service that we have. Um, I am not familiar of other locations, what's going on with that, but if you have any questions, you can call. Who can you call, Mike? You can call... Tiana Voda. Tiana Voda. I do not know her extension number, but well, you got, uh, I'm sure you could shoot her email or something. Yeah, like shoot that. her email, Tiana. And what's her email address? Tiana Voda at rail net. Right. Well, you know, if you don't have that and you can't find these numbers, you can always send feedback to podcast at rail net, <laughs> and they'll get I'm sorry. back with you. There's an inside joke with that <laughs> podcast at rail net. Anyways, a um, couple things before we get on with a guest yeah. here. Um, uh, so uh, I know we already talked about it, but we do have Driver Appreciation Week coming up September 11 through 17. Um, I'm going to quick say these dates again. All right. So these are tentative. They might change or preliminary, whatever word you want to use. So Mechanicsburg, Wednesday 9-7, September 7th, excuse me, Ben Salem, September 8th and 9th. Appleton, September 12th, Marshfield, the 13th of September. All these dates are going to be, well, let's keep going. Gary, September 14th. Conley, September 15th. Phoenix, September 21st. And then Grand Prairie, October 5 and 6. And Iron Mountain to be determined. So if you got, you're going to have driver appreciation at those locations at that. Those so dates. In. 
yeah, if you have any questions about it, contact Julie Schooley, Julie Schooley, Julie.Schooley at rail.net, or I have her extension number, 2208. Okay. Have you ever attended any of these, Roland? Yes, I have here in Marshfield. Okay. They right. typically have some nice little gifts, you know. Yeah, food. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of fellowship. What I like is when you get the the brass come and give you a brat. That's awesome. Right. Kind of like how the picnic was. The picnic know? was, was great. great. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was yeah, a great time. It was really Unfortunately, I had to work. Well, I was there, you know. I know. I saw the pictures. They only let the, the perfect people come. Yeah, well, I saw the pictures. The still pictures. You playing volleyball? Ain't too perfect, Mike. Anyway, well, you know. <laughs> so, and one more thing. I know this is a big thing for me. Other people probably don't care about it. But um, the event is nice. It's the Team Rail Scholarship Fundraiser. It's at River Edge Golf Course, September 10th. Um, if you would like to register your team... Uh, you can contact Julie Schooley again, 2208. I already gave you her email address. Or Mason Guckenberger, mason.guckenberger at rail.net, or extension 2252. Go ahead. It's a great time. Unfortunately, those of you that are going to, you're not going to go past El Chapo's Tunnel Diggers. Our, our golf team is going to take it all this year. So. I think you guys did. What did, did second you get last place, year? Second well, place. I think you were third, right? No, we were second. We were second. I thought it was third. Well, you contact Mason. Yes. It's second. He messed up. It was second place. Okay. So, but uh, the, the the other guys, Grip It and Rip It, uh, I, I remember the whole well, team. Well, John man. Spiros, Travis Opelt, mm-hmm. um, Brent Kelt. Brett Keller, I think it's Brett Keller. Brett Keller, and someone else. I can't remember their name. I'm sorry well, about it's that. It's a group of ringers. Where, well, you know, well <laughs> when all you do is golf every day. Well, of course. We only yeah. golf once a month, and we still were right. right, right. right. Anyways, no, uh, that's going to be a good time. Uh, Team Rail Scholarship uh, coming up September 10th. If you want to get involved, get a hold of those people, and they will um, they'll get you registered. And Appleton, uh, we're coming for you this weekend. So anyways. And I think, what, this uh, October the 5th, we have the Bagos for United Way? First, October the October first. one, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's at where's where's that at, Mike? It should be in Bakerville, Bakerville here in Marshall, Wisconsin. Well, Bakerville, Wisconsin. Yeah, Bakerville, Wisconsin. right outside of Marshall. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So, so uh, if you guys are up there that way, then come and join us. Yeah. If nothing else, come and watch us make fools of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, the last time I went there two years ago because they didn't have it because right. of COVID. Second to last, so we're not going to do that good this year. So, well, you can just. Just, uh, me and my teammate, uh, we're we're gonna win, so I'm not even concerned. You know, so, I thought I heard they already did a trophy. They've already engraved <laughs> Mike and Keith on it. Mike and Keith. Yes. Mm. Okay. I, you know, I had to get a different one because she stole my partner. You know, I, I didn't. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. He, he went away from you, right? Of course. So, anyways, I think he's uh, seen me play bags and he goes oh no Roman <laughs> well, come and help me yeah, well he ain't getting much better yeah. so <laughs> so anyways uh, uh, we have a guest here yes who is it Mike oh boy would you like to introduce yourself sure okay go ahead I'm Erin Ackley yes I am the director of van customer service I will be celebrating my 20 years at rail in one or two weeks here so I'm just coming up on that 20 years. Yeah, you don't look like you could have been wow. anywhere. You were started like at 16 or something. <laughs> All right. Wow. 20 years? 20 years. Good for you. Yeah, Is this always been your only place of employment? I've worked um, at the dental clinic of Marshfield okay. scheduling appointments wow. prior to coming here okay. for a very short amount of time coming right. out of college. And then I came to rail so and have been here ever since. You're a pointer. You're USP, UWSP. Is that where you went to school? 
I actually went to the extension here Oh, so what? You're a pointer, right? Yeah. So yeah, you kind of look like a pointer. You have that <laughs> special look. But no, what, what, so tell us about your career. 20 years, I mean, yeah. you weren't always doing what you're doing now, right? No, no. Tell us how you moved through the ranks. Yeah, yeah definitely. I've um, been in two departments here, so I started out in van customer service where I mm -hmm. am now, uh, and I've held pretty much every single role that there is to have in van customer service. Mm -hmm. I started out as a customer service assistant, scheduling appointments, then moved on to be a customer service rep, booking mm -hmm. the freight. Then I was a customer service planner, planning the drivers on that freight. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been a floater. I've been in charge of training all of our new people that come into our department. Um, I also became a market owner for the Texas market at the time, so oversaw a group of people within the department. And then I just moved into this current role in May of this year. So prior to this, for the last three years, I was in the pricing department. Okay. So I moved into that department as a manager and was director of pricing uh, right before I moved into the director of van customer service role. So now I oversee the entire department. So what, what made you come to real? Well, I always ask out there. Yeah, I mean, how do, you, how do you decide 20 years ago, I want to go be <laughs> yeah. customer service or whatever at rail transport. What drew you here? It's a good question. Uh, like I said, I was just out of college. I only worked somewhere else for about a year before coming here. And like I said, I was I was scheduling appointments at my other mm -hmm. job and wanted something more. Not mm -hmm. really much room for advancement at that job. So I was looking for a company where I could grow. Right. Uh, and truthfully, I put out apps to numerous places. Mm -hmm. This was my second interview, and I didn't know much about rail. I knew nothing about transportation in general. Um, came in, interviewed, and had a great interview, and really liked the people that I met, even in my interview, and started and never left. So obviously, after 20 years, something's keeping you here. So what keeps you here? Yeah. We know what got you here. Yeah, it it's truthfully a great company, great people to work for, mm -hmm. um, developed many relationships, obviously, mm -hmm. over the years. And rail provides us with so many different opportunities. And the one thing I really have liked throughout my time here is that I've always had leaders who have asked me what my end goal is or what I want to do, and then they've really helped me get to that point. Hmm. So I, I do really like that. We, we try to do that as much as possible within right. our department. So where do you see yourself going? Did you see yourself where you're at now? Obviously not. So where do you see, what's your goal in game? My my end game goal is to become a president of a department one day here. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track. I mean, yeah. it's uh, good for you. I mean, yeah, I remember we got the email, you know, company-wide, yeah. you know, congratulations on that if I didn't send you one, you know. I, yeah. I don't Thank think you. I did, but uh, I apologize for that. But, uh, going, Who was that? That's why she's here now. She, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so... Director of Customer Service Van, mm -hmm. what do you, I mean, I know you say you oversee, but what is your typical day like? I mean, do you interact with our with our uh, customers or do you have people that tell you about, I mean, explain that. That's, yeah. that's where people get confused on that. Yeah, and honestly, it's a little bit of everything. So in the van customer service department, it's our job to plan drivers on the freight that we've booked but you have to have a good balance between both groups. So we are talking with fleet management consistently all day long, okay. and we are talking with our customers consistently all day long. And in my role, yes, I have 
managers that manage the groups of you know each market across the country for us but i'm very involved in that as well uh, i i do have numerous customer calls throughout the day um, on the floor right with everybody else so as conversations are going on with the good or the bad that's happening for the day i hear it and we're talking about it out loud and we're coming up with solutions you know each day and each day you can encounter a different problem <laughs> so that's, that's- Typically, I'm sure that you yeah. deal with tons. Every day, just, huh? Yeah. Is it every day or is it just, is it sporadic or? It's every day. Every day. There's there's so many things that, that happen along the course of a day. You know, some, some days we're looking for a specific type of driver to move a load. And then other days we're looking for a specific load to mm-hmm. meet a driver's home request or something else that's going on. There's always a new challenge. I know when I drove for, I drove for rail as a driver for several years. And the problem I ran into was, you know, if I put a, I want to be home this date, this time, mm-hmm. it really made it tough on you guys to get me. I mean, you guys always got me there, but typically it would be, you know, you had to get you get me there way early. So you made sure I was there. I always tell people, like when I when I trained and everything, I, you know, try to leave yourself open, a little open window there, you know, be, be flexible a little bit. It always worked good for me. So how do you, I mean, you got, you got how about 2,000 drivers-ish, right? Yeah. How do you juggle that? I mean, you have 2,000 requests, plus you got the customer requesting, mm-hmm. and then this request mm-hmm. conflicts with, I mean, how do you, how do you sort through that? Right. It, it really is a big puzzle that you're putting together, yeah. and you do that every single day. At the end of the day, you go home, you come back the next day, and it's a whole new puzzle <laughs> of what you're putting together. And sometimes you have to take certain pieces of that puzzle out and redo it. Um, and you're right. Lots of different drivers, lots of different requests. And then the customers have their own requests. You know, we have expectations with them of certain loads that they want us to move every day. So it really is a you know a balancing act of making sure that we're fulfilling both sides of that. And some days it works out great. And then the next day, it's a little bit of a struggle. You get um, some pieces that look like you have to take the hammer to make them fit, yes, right? Yes, that type piece. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like a Picasso. Almost. Right, <laughs> right. I can only imagine. So you got to be really good at multitasking then, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, you know, we have tools in our system that help us with certain things. We have we have morning meetings every morning mm-hmm. where we get together as a group really quick each morning and talk about what do we need today? Mm-hmm. Or what are those one-off pieces that I'm missing and I need for this driver or I need for this customer? And we talk about it out loud so that when we all go back to our desks, we know what the plan is for the day. What is some of the our drivers listening out there? What is some of the things they can do to help you make your your job easier? Yeah, definitely. I would say that communication mm-hmm. and timely communication is the biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, our customers have a lot of options right now. Right. Um, so we have to do everything that we can in our power to make sure that they're not gonna go pick a different option other than using rail. As long as we can communicate to our customers early, surprisingly, they're they're pretty okay with changes. You know, if something yeah. needs to be different. It's, it's the part where we call them after the load was supposed to pick up or mm-hmm. they end up calling us before we call them because we, we had some breakup in communication internally, mm-hmm. that's when they're upset. And that's what could cause us not to get that load right. again, or that could cause them to go out to somebody else to move the load. You know, it's, um, I was just thinking when you said that, you know, what you guys do, what your department does, 
to get that customer satisfied, the driver satisfied. Mm -hmm. And here, just not more than five minutes ago, I read something about Driver Appreciation Week. Yes. Great. Has there ever been a customer service appreciation? Because obviously there's a lot of, because when, when I drove Mike, I really didn't think about what they did. Because all you think about is every driver, selfish, I, yeah. you know, when, when I know you do, but when I do the, the day one or Saturday class, I try to explain to them, you know, all they talk to is the fleet managers. So a driver goes, oh, my God, my fleet manager, you know, did this to me or did that to me. And I go, you know, there's customer service. Right. There's, there's a lot of steps <laughs> yes, behind that. There you are. Know? So you yeah. guys you guys get recognition. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you do. I mean, maybe always. we should uh, recognize you more. Yeah. We could put a picture up all over the place. They probably you know, like to be under star, the radar, right? I'm yeah. sure, you know. Yeah, no. We we honestly celebrate wins within our department. Okay. Mm -hmm. We look at stats and things like that, again, on a mm -hmm. daily basis. We celebrate great driver productivity numbers. Good. We also celebrate really good on-time service numbers for our customers. So so we do celebrate both of these right. things. Can you, know. you tell us how's our on-time service been? On-time service... We've put a lot of focus on it lately mm -hmm. because there are so many options for the customers out there right now. The biggest thing is for us to keep that as high as we can mm -hmm. so the customers don't have a reason to go get somebody else right. to haul their freight. Okay. Um, so with us having a focus on it, our on-time service numbers have gone up a little bit, but right. we have lots of room where we can still improve. This is my from my personal experience. When I committed to a load, I didn't drive to a truck stop and stop and goof off. I, I stuck to, I made a plan and I stuck to it. And as long as I did that, I was typically always where I was supposed to be ahead of time or at least on time. I mean, you, 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 that's what mm -hmm. you did, Roman. You drove for many, many years. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you stuck to your plan. You didn't goof around. Don't leave me hanging on this road. <laughs> I was just, I, you lost me at goof around because you, since you didn't goof around then. Yeah. And wow. you do it now, so <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, you know, utilizing your time yeah. wisely. I mean, I know you make a plan. I want to be here. I want to make it to there. Right. I want to eat here. I want to stay the change. night here. And that, I'd say more times than none, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't work out that way. So you got to, you know, you just adjust. Yeah, you let them know and make sure if you're, if you're running late or you run into traffic, and, give them a heads up. You know, I look at it this way, Mike. I mean, I don't know if you, uh, Aaron, if you can vouch for this as well, but when we drove, mm -hmm. yeah, there was a lot of vehicles, but. I didn't know they had vehicles when you drove. You know, they, they whinnied and neighed. You know, oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you yeah. know, they, they clippity-clopped, you know. Right. So it's so, a big no. <laughs> on the back of But no, if you can, I mean, if you uh, can, I think you can, you know, there's more drivers on the road. There's more trucks right. on the road. Yeah, they say there's a shortage, but yeah, there's They've been more, there's, there's, a shortage there's more Chevys, there's more Fords, right. there's more Hondas on the, on the, you know, and there's less and less truck stops because the capacity. I don't think we had that issue 15 years ago as much as they have it now. I okay. could probably agree. You, you know what that. I'm getting yeah. at? I mm -hmm. mean, it's it's um, the delays were less. I should put it that way. When it right. comes to traffic, the roads haven't really changed. No, just more vehicles on the road, right? So, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's mm -hmm. that's that's becoming more of a problem. I think it's the early stages of it. And if it's this bad now, imagine it five years off. They don't do anything. Yeah, I get it. They they go to. To the highway and they, they add a lane of traffic. What does that really do? You know, nothing. But uh, but overall, um, it's just communication, right? I mean, yeah. keeping. Yeah, when I when I had something going on, I'd, I'd call. 
you know, hey, right. I'm not going to make it there at this time, or I might be late, or but but what about for is. that? What about for because we we have I mean we have a lot of experienced drivers, but we have a lot of new drivers that coming through the program that just get a truck and they're kind of like I'm new to this, I messed up. Well, I'm I think scared they to call up. They're, they're scared. They're scared to get in trouble. Yeah, they're scared. And they don't want to call and tell you. And I, I'm like, you know, they, they can see where the truck is. You, you right. guys think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, maybe you can answer this. Uh, the number one reason of why, if we are late, what the reason is, can you can you maybe help us so we can fix that? Because Mike and I do work on, you know, additional mm-hmm. training and we can kind of use that. You yeah. Know? And everything that you've said, I, I would definitely agree with. I, I even heard a driver um, say the other day they had gotten somewhere and had been delayed and they didn't call in to say anything. And when someone asked them why not, they said, well, at the last place that I worked, they just told me that's just how it was and there was nothing right. that they could do about yeah. it. You know, right. so we explained to them that, hey, we care. We want you right. to keep moving. We want to help you, you know, just as just as much as if you're delayed, you need to call in. If the customer is delaying you, then we need to call in. We need to call that customer and hold them accountable for it. So there are many reasons that drivers get delayed. You know, so when you asked about what what are some of the things that drivers get delayed for and and what the top one is, it's a long list, honestly. I mean, you know, you make those plans to be, to lay it out of how I'm going to get there on time, but there's so many things that are out of our control, like traffic, weather, mechanical, you know, and just anything can happen along the way where you get a delay. And that's just where it all comes right back to that communication piece of it. So it's your department, like say, so for example, Mike, he's, he makes the, a widget, right? Mm-hmm. And I got two trailers of widgets and he calls rail and that's your department, yes. right? I need yep. them in Sacramento, California by Thursday, they're picking up in yep. wherever. Okay, Dallas, Texas. So that goes through your department. Yes. So when that happens, do you guys have to say, hold on, let me see if we can do it first? Or do you accept it right away and then figure it out? Or how does that work? Yeah. So again, this goes back to the balancing act. Okay. So when a customer calls in and has something that they want us to do, we do look to see if we have a truck, a driver that can move that load, that specific load. If it matches up that we do, great. If not, we need to use some intuition and some of our tools that we have in the system to tell us, on average, how many loads do I need out of this market on this day going where? Mm -hmm. Um, And this goes back to, too, how far in advance a customer gives us a load. Some customers will tender their freight a couple weeks in advance. So I don't know that, you know, two weeks from now on a Friday that I'm going to have a driver in Texas that can go to California. And that's where we use the tools to tell us, Hey, generally on Fridays, I need to book 20 loads out of this market because that's usually what I have for drivers there. Do we utilize the trains with our trailers at all? So not so much anymore, but we did for a little while and I was in charge of that in our (laughs) van customer service group. So we would use it as an extra piece of capacity. So basically customers had so much freight and we didn't have enough trucks to move it all. So we would have a driver pick up the load, take it to the railhead, put it on the rail, it would go on the railroad, it would go out to wherever it was going, and we would either have another driver pick it up and deliver it that short uh-huh. little bit, or we would hire a dray company to do it for us. So, so rail used rail. Correct. Rail <laughs> used rail. So uh, what's the purpose of not using it so much anymore? I mean, why, why aren't we if, you know, if that would help us get, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, there's many pieces to it. Um, the freight situation is a big chunk of it. Okay. Uh, also, when freight became so plentiful in the last couple of years during uh, COVID, mm-hmm. 
the rates went up really high to put something on the railroad. Okay. So then it wasn't as as good for us to do it anymore okay. type of thing. Um, you, you also have a balancing act with your trailers as well, because if you send a load out on the railroad to a different market, if you don't have a load coming back, oh. you just lost an empty trailer from here because it went to, to a different market. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of it that way. You know, the way she just said, you lost that empty trailer. Mm-hmm. So I never even thought of it that way. Wow. That's why she's at where she's at. Right. <laughs> she yeah. thinks of those things. I, 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 I couldn't imagine. That's got to be a juggling act. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you look like you're sane yet. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, yes. <laughs> is, there, um, is there any markets, that, any areas in the United States that is more plentiful than the other areas? As far as trailers, right? Yeah. Honestly, it's it's a big mix. And mm-hmm. truthfully, you know, we look really in the lanes that our drivers want to run. Okay. Um, so it it kind of migrates from market to market depending on time of year and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that there's one spot that's more plentiful than others. Is there, uh, what's the forecast look? How does it look? I think it's supposed to be 77. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this week does look pretty good weather-wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> freight-wise. I'm, oh. I'm hoping it looks really good freight-wise as well. We're heading mm-hmm. into fourth quarter. Our customers are telling us that freight should be picking up for fourth quarter. You know, we're mm-hmm. heading into a holiday season. So now that all the kids are going back to school, what, what then, you know, last week through this next week, they'll start to switch out stores and put all of the holiday merchandise in. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so, yeah. 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 I went to Hobby Lobby. It's already, it's already Christmas it's stuff. Yes. It's, yeah. it's August. For a person that isn't working here, because we have people listen, uh, you know, on yeah. other companies and everything, what would make one of them want to come to us? What we could tell them our freight is strong here, you know, we got plenty to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what would make another person want to come to rail? Yeah. Well, besides it being a great company with right. a, a good atmosphere, we have strong customer relationships. I've been on customer calls just within the last two weeks mm-hmm. where they're saying to us on the call, do you know how many people, how many carriers I have calling and emailing me every mm-hmm. single day asking me to give freight to them that I've never heard from right. before? You know, they're telling me that they're going to give me really low rates to move it, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're just coming out of the woodwork, and they'll say, but we're not going to give them those loads. We value our relationship with you. We have good on-time service with you. We trust you, mm-hmm. and we know that you're going to get our freight there safely. Right. So those customer relationships that we have benefit, are huge. Yeah. They, they help us in times like this where there's a mm-hmm. lot of options for customers. We really lean on that strongly. We do a lot of dropping and yes. hooking. Is there anything you guys are doing to get the customer to unload our freight? Yeah, instead of using the trailer as yeah, an extra as warehouse. as a storage. You know? Right. Well, this year especially, that's been one of our initiatives is to lower dwell time and to get drivers moving quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're we're pushing customers now to get our drivers in and out within an hour 
mm-hmm. no matter if it's a drop and hook or if it's a live unload. In the past, before. that standard was always two hours. And mm-hmm. we're telling them that, hey, our driver's time is important right. and we need to keep them moving. So we talk a lot about that with the customers. And we've been successful with quite a few of them in changing and talking to their warehouses and their third party um, groups to, mm-hmm. to help speed that part up. Because I know a lot of our freight is uh, more like dedicated in, not local, but not as much national type freight mm-hmm, anymore. Correct. Most trucking companies are going to more of a, a regional type, yes. you know, because people want to be home. Yes. And with that being said, you have, you'll have a lot more deliveries per day, uh, a lot more trailers. So you'd have to have a lot of trailers to keep, and you would have to stay on top of... Uh, making sure they get unloaded, making sure the drivers are where they're supposed to. It, yep. it, I can't imagine. It's got to be a nightmare. Yeah, are you talking about like when they go home for three, four, five days and that trailer's tied up? Is that what you're talking well, about? At the customer. Well, that too, I guess, you know, a little bit of everything. It is a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, when a, when a driver is going to go home, we make sure that we do something with that empty trailer over the time that they're at home to still mm-hmm. utilize it. Okay. So whether that's dropping it in a yard empty for someone else to grab it, or whether it's dropping it at a customer that's going to load it up for us. And that's why there it's so important for the driver to contact you anytime mm-hmm. there's an issue. Yes, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And to cut down on the dwell time, we do like to use trailers. You know, right. if, there's, if there's a customer that has a lane that works great for us, mm-hmm. but it takes a little while to unload, we do try to go to a drop trailer, but you're, you're very right that we still got to stay on top of that customer to get that trailer unloaded then so that they're not sitting on it for a long amount of right, time. Right, makes sense. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. I know uh, when, when I did it, uh, it, it would be some customers you'd always go, oh, man, I'm going to be yes. there for a while. So I could only imagine, you know, if you were to drop it in there, uh, customers would go, well, they're going to drop it. We'll get around to it one right. <laughs> You right. know, I can imagine that being a problem. Yeah. Do you guys, what do you guys do to try other than just calling them? Is there any kind of uh what i would say penalties or anything toward the customer for not getting us unloaded so much like we watch when a driver is sitting Mm -hmm. somewhere we watch when a trailer is sitting somewhere and we have a trailer detention system that we use that Mm -hmm. monitors how long trailers are at certain facilities Mm -hmm. and we actually have automatic notifications that are set up that will go out to the customer to say hey our trailer's been sitting there for whatever amount of time we set it at you will have to start paying if you don't okay. get it empty within a certain amount of oh, time. That makes sense. So you guys are really trying to. Yes. I know. I hear sometimes with the reefer guys, they go, oh, "I can't find it empty, and I got to go here. Yeah, I got to go we there." Hear that a lot. Yes. So you guys are really trying to get them empty. Definitely. And as far as live unloading, um, if they're running into uh, you know more than a couple of hours getting unloaded, definitely get a hold of you guys to yes. let you know. You know, because yep. I know you guys really. I know sometimes you think, oh, they don't care if I'm sitting here or not. But you guys really do because it hurts. Yeah. It's good for everybody. Definitely. Yeah. And and we want you to stay on track for the rest of your loads that day. Mm-hmm. You know, So if you go on your first load, you get delayed and you're sitting somewhere, that's going to mess up it the rest up. of your plans for the rest of the day. And it could mess up the next driver if you're right. relaying it to another person and so right. on and so on. It could be a nightmare for everybody. Yes. And, you know. Yep. Yeah, we definitely want to help out in those cases. We get on the phone with the customer and do what we can to get them. And and their detention time. I mean, if they're there for more than a couple hours, like you said, one hour, some cases, uh, you know, that could get into their their money situation as far as getting paid attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The role that you're in, Mm -hmm. is it what you thought it would be? Yeah, I I have a great group. Okay. Um, I guess, let me me uh, rephrase that because I'm not, not... when you when you took the role, um, 
what you have done now. So you took it in May. It's beginning of September. Mm-hmm. So when you when you took it in May and you had this idea, okay, I, this is what I want to accomplish in this period. Did did you get there? Did you did you get to it? Are you still working on it? Did things go in place the way you wanted to? Maybe maybe curved a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're on the right track. Yes, good for we, you. We are definitely on the right track. I have a list of things that I still want to accomplish yet and I'm working towards those things. But like I said, I, I, I do have a great group in the van customer service right. department. Um, a lot of people that have been there, some as long as I have, uh, and a great group of, of managers and, and everybody else that works together as a team each day. So I can I can speak for myself, maybe Mike can too. I know you, your group is doing a good, good job because when we're working with them, Mike, I never once heard they never got me home or they never got what I needed. I mean, I, I don't hear that too much. I've heard, well, I was supposed to be on Saturday and I couldn't make it up until Sunday make, morning, but why? Well, you know, I ran out of hours. Right. That's why, you yeah. know, because of the, the, you know, the trip planning possibly, or, you know, maybe just things happened, you know, traffic, yeah. detour, weather, mm-hmm. whatever. I get that. So it's like they want to take the blame, but no, generally speaking, I've never heard once that, my fleet manager or customer service or this loan never got me where I needed to be at this certain time. Do you know that's another thing that we track to and talk about is home time percentage. You know, how often are we getting where drivers? Are we at? Where are we at percentage? Uh, in the 90s, 90, oh, like that's 92%. That's good. Right around there. I mean, that's it obviously can fluctuate, yeah. but it, it's really important to us. We, we do everything that we can mm-hmm. to book the right freight and make the good plans to get drivers home on time. It's important for us to do that for them. I, I can tell you when I started 20-some-odd years ago now, uh, you wanted to be home at a certain time. Yeah, that's trucking. Good luck. Good luck with yeah. that one. So yeah. things have definitely changed. Yes, it's a lot yeah. different now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have that's, So right what, do you, what do you, other than trucking, what do you do in your personal life, yeah. if you don't mind sharing with us? Yeah. With your hobbies. Yeah. yeah um. My husband and I like to watch a lot of sports. We have two grown children now that um, played a lot of basketball. So basketball was our, our main love that we would mm-hmm. travel with the kids and, and do that part of it. Um, but otherwise, we snowmobile in the winter time, and uh, we recently purchased a UTV. So we have been riding that now, and that's a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to you about that. What, what snow? So. What? There's hardly any snow oh, I know. here. You I'm guys, about hey, it. no, it's supposed to be a really any... cold, snowy winter yeah. this year. This year, first We're time in Georgia. Yes. We're in Wisconsin. No, this it snows is the every first year time. up here. Barely. You need, you need, yeah, you need like two that. months of snow here now. Well, okay, yeah, it's not <laughs> it's like cold. it used to be. It's cold, but it's not you, like you have to go up north. I'm sure. My husband and I are from Winter, Wisconsin. Yeah, what a name. Yeah, so we we go up there and ride. So you just bought a UTV. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fun? What kind did you get? It is very fun. We got a Can Am oh X3. No, see, Polaris, Razor, XP1000. We have Skidoo snowmobiles, so <laughs> Ski we couldn't we couldn't yeah. get a we couldn't get a Polaris. Why? Because it's not a Skidoo. Oh my gosh! But anyways, <laughs> um, just to let you know, um, me personally, I've been working with the city of Marshfield. We're gonna get routes open up here. That would be great. Um, I will talk to you about that after we're right. uh, done here and what the, what you need to do to help out on this. But no, actually, we we have a thing in motion here. We had some routes opened. We're gonna get opened up in Marshfield, preliminary, and obviously you know how that works. So, yeah. um, and then um, uh, it should be hopefully they they want to do it this year yet. I doubt it's gonna happen. 
May 15th next year. But anyways, we'll talk about that. Um, uh, what was I going to say now? Uh, you know, you, you're getting old. I am you keep getting forgetting, old. yeah. Uh, He's kind of a UTV style oh. if you're not a player such and such. So basketball. Yes. Right. Any other sports that you guys like? Uh, my husband loves football. We just had a fantasy football draft at our house this this past Saturday. So did we the yesterday. Packers. Packers are, are my team. Yes, we uh-huh. have our kids on the waiting list for season tickets. They were mm-hmm. put on when they were born. Yes. Our son will be 22 this year, and he's like number 230,000 on the yeah, list right now. Yeah, I know. Now. We're, we're, my, my kids, they're like 117. I'm like 98. <laughs> so it's yeah. like I was I was actually, um, what do you call it, uh, gifted or not gifted, but right. uh, sure. what do you call that, you know? Um, when they pass them down yeah, from uh, someone else yeah. that had them. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm yeah, number, I won't get them. I'm number two. Inherited. Yeah, you're number, number two. two. I stepped in number two, and you look <laughs> just like it. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, what about baseball? Baseball, I, we like baseball. We actually went to a Brewers game about uh, a month yeah, ago. My mom time. and dad, my mom had never been there, so we crossed that off of her bucket well, list and, and went, and it was you, fun. Can you blame your mom not wanting to go see the Brewers? <laughs> See, they did fan. lose We're to Cubs. the game. We Cubs. Went What's your favorite team? Baseball. Brewers. Brewers. Uh, yeah, just yeah. best team. So yeah. Now I got a question for you. Yes. All right. Ketchup. Ketchup on a hot dog. Yes or no? <laughs> I listened to your last podcast, so I know where this is coming from. But you'll be you you'll be happy to hear. I don't eat ketchup on my hot dogs. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> That's another one. All right, I'm done. Today. I got to go. Good for you. <laughs> Did you teach that to your children? No. They eat ketchup on their hot dogs. How old are they? How you old said 20-something? No, they got to be 10 years. No, 12 years. Oh, well, she said they were 20. Yeah, but they're adults. So, but 19 and soon to be 22. There you go. Oh, so that's Lord. two for your one. No. What about if your husband? If they're 12 ketchup years or old or younger, fine. That's three. Three to one. I'll take that any day. That's, that's another. But the main person here <laughs> is Erin, and she oh. said... Ketchup, no, no Correct. ketchup. So that's what we're going by. Because we didn't ask her children. We didn't ask. So her you're husband. you're calling her she's, a fibber. No, she's she can't she can't speak for someone else. <laughs> she absolutely can. No, she it's can't. one family. Yeah, whatever. So that's cool. No ketchup on hot dogs. See, mm-hmm. I, I like you more now. So, so <laughs> for the people listening to this <laughs> that want to put this vote in. I've been telling everybody, and we've been getting a lot of emails yeah. on this. Uh, Mr. Nelson was wrong as usual. No, Mr. Nelson is 100% correct. No, Just no. like 9.5 million people from Chicago, they're not wrong either. <laughs> so we have 9.5 million to like seven. So right? where did he send us feedback at? They can send a feedback. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no ketchup on hot dogs. Send your, requ- send your comments or your vote to podcast at rail.net okay podcast at rail.net and Aaron yes. we got something for you you have to make Mike and I laugh oh boy so you have to tell us a joke okay all right and if you make us laugh you get a gift yeah well we're laughing no go ahead <laughs> tell us a joke all right I'm going to steal one from Rhiannon from the refrigerated customer service group who comes to our morning meetings and van and gives us a refrigerated update she had one for us not too long ago. Uh, let's see if I can tell it correctly. It's a little corny. That's key. Mm-hmm. Gotta it say it right. Key. Yeah. What rock band doesn't sing and doesn't have instruments? What rock band doesn't sing and doesn't have instruments? Hmm. Hmm. Mike, this is like a simple one for you. 
I have no idea. I, I would not be able to yeah, guess this one. I have no idea. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I'm too easy to laugh. So you got a 50%. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm going to have to say no to that one. I, I'm sorry. Uh, um, who was it that did it in the refrigerator? Rhiannon. Rhiannon, you need to do a better job for Aaron, okay? She be, she relied on you just now. She she, she put her hand on your shoulder, yes. and you did not make us – well, you made Mike laugh. But, I laughed uh, at all of them, though. So anyways, uh, we'll give her 50-50 on yeah. that one. So you don't get a gift, but we'll give you a chance to redeem yourself some other day. Okay, How about good. that? I was that'd, telling that'd my daughter, my 7-year-old, about these joke things that Roman keeps doing to poor people. You know, they come in here and he puts them on the spot, and it makes me happy. Liz Mitchell made me really happy oh that she did that because she was so uncomfortable. The whole, all she kept doing was Googling the whole time trying to find a joke. Yeah. Well, I was telling my seven year old. So she goes, yeah. I got a good joke, Dad. And I said, well, Okay, go ahead, seven year old. I got to hear this. And she goes, What's, um, oh my God, what was it? The, the, a doctor, oh no, the dentist that got fired. Why did he get fired? For stretching the tooth. And it was the cutest stretching, stretching the, tooth. the tooth. You got any like travel plans coming up for yeah. yourself? I mean, you want to share? The Caribbean or yeah, something? Yeah, you're going to go to like, you know. So it's funny that you say that because as I'm celebrating my 20th anniversary here at Rail, last week I celebrated my 20th wedding anniversary Whoa. with my husband. And all I wanted was a beach vacation somewhere tropical. So I'm trying to figure that out for next spring. I hear Flint, Michigan. <laughs> oh no, I've been there. Well, Will Ferrell in the movie, uh, what's that? The semi, semi pro. Yes. Flint Tropics. Let's yep. get tropical. You know, right? Yes. No. I, so, what can we give her ideas? Tropical. Tropical Fiji. beach vacation. San Andreas, Colombia, is fantastic. I hear this time of year. Never heard of it. It's very. It's a very beautiful island. Off the, it's kind of in the general area where Panama is. Okay. It's absolutely beautiful and very affordable. Yeah. But uh, you better learn Spanish before you get there because nobody speaks English. Yeah. (laughs) But it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, you'll spend roughly about $60 a day on everything. So it's fantastic. You want to go to Atlantic or Pacific or Caribbean, Mm. wherever? What are you thinking? Uh, Honestly, it's open right now. I've I've never been anywhere to, you know, Mexico or Bahamas or anything. About five nights. Hmm. We'll have to email her. Any, yeah. Hey, guys, anybody who has an idea for Aaron, Mike, where can they send that recommendation to? To podcast at rail.net. And we will forward it to you. How about that? Great. We'll that have people helpful. give us a vote. Yeah, on that one. Help her out. Send her to the, send her to the tropics. All right. Yes. You make sure you suntan lotion. You know. Yes. Well, you've, you've never been to any of them, right? I mean, you've no, just been pretty much I'm here. Not. Are you the type that go want to go to, you know, like the Disney World of that area, or do you like to, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the big theme, or do yeah. you like to just, what do you like to do? I do like to do that sometimes, mm-hmm. but for this vacation, I just want it to be a really nice resort or place that we're at, so that mm-hmm. we can just relax and have fun there. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. All inclusive. Yes, that'd All be a bonus. Inclusive. Or a cruise. What about a cruise? Not a cruise yet. No. Uh, not that old yet. Mike. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Aaron. It's okay. Yeah. 
No, I mean, because I'm sorry. I mean, when I think of Cruz, I just think of I think 60, of Tom. I think of see, oh God, I forgot about Tom. <laughs> I think of a 65 year old grandfather playing shuffleboard on a cruise. I'm sorry, that's I know it's fantastic. I've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. I just that's all I think of. I'm sorry. Yes, that's all. I'm sorry, that's all I think of. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Aaron. So we got off track here. Um, As usual. Yeah. Um, is there? Anything else you want to discuss with us before we uh, scram? Yeah, before we skedaddle. I don't think so. I don't think there's. Nervous coming down here today or no? She looks pretty comfortable. Yeah, she was ready to. Man, she do you see what she deals with? You you heard what she deals with every (laughs) day. That's right. She deals with that. We're nothing to her. She's like it. This is gum on the bottom of her shoe. She. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anything else you want to? You know, maybe discuss. Maybe you want to just kind of throw out there really quick. Um, message for the drivers or anybody listening. Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, much like we started mm-hmm. the conversation off with, that just having good communication and, and communicating mm-hmm. early so that we can keep the drivers moving and keep customers happy, that's that's the key piece that, that makes us all successful. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Running How much roll. notice do you get before, like, say, customer XYZ says, hey, I'm going to have, how much notice do they give you? forgot to ask you that. That's what I was going to ask you before. Like, so you said fourth quarter you're looking up for. And mm-hmm. what's the notice you normally get? Like, do you know, like, say, in the month of October, we're from XYZ company, we're going to have 50 more loads yeah. a month or 100 more loads a month. or I mean, I don't know if that's extreme yeah. or not, but, it, I mean, how much notice do they give you? No, that's a, that's a good question. That's what I was going to ask before. Yeah. That's a gotcha. good question, and it all depends on the business. Some customers can forecast, like, an entire year. You know, they'll give you some type of forecast, I'm sure, based on averages or past business, whereas other customers, it's all demand-driven. Okay. So you might not know until last minute. I, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was asking asking them about, uh, you know, about how things were going to go in the near future, you know, they, they and they were talking about, you know, they in 08 when everything got really, really bad, you know, rail still mm-hmm. prospered even at that time. Yes. What, what makes you, in your opinion, what keeps us doing that every, even in good times, bad times, what keeps us going? The people, for one, the groups that we have, and just everything that we've taught them and that they know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you talked about 08, but then mm-hmm. also when COVID hit and everything took a downturn. Oh, it was a nightmare, yeah, for we, us. All of our groups stayed intact. Yeah. You know, we knew what our goal was. Mm-hmm. We all worked together. We all worked hard to keep the drivers moving and, and keep servicing our customers as much as we could and, and keep those relationships there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, the team bands together and, and we provide everybody with the right tools to be able to make it through those times. Yeah, Travis, you seem like you got something over there. All right, so Aaron, tell our listeners a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, how we're doing as a company with our growth of driver capacity and how that growth offers more capacity to our customers and how that helps us maintain those customers. Definitely. And customers want to hear that, that we're growing. And we have been growing actually from March of this year, just through the end of June in the van division alone, we grew over a hundred drivers, which was a big growth for us. Now, obviously there's certain parts of the country where we can get drivers in quicker. Um, Atlanta is one of those. And our customers that are based down there or even have lanes that go within that area, 
they love to hear that because, yes, it means that they can send us more freight versus giving it to somebody else. Uh, and then the other thing is, too, you know, we, we set up certain commitments with customers that we move on a regular basis, and hiring more drivers allows us to expand what that number looks like for our customers. And that that's one thing that we talk about when we're on calls with them and, and they're looking ahead to, you know, hey, I got these lanes that I need someone to cover or some customers want one carrier to cover the majority of their freight or a certain lane. And that allows us to be able to do that when okay. we can hire drivers to fit their needs. Yeah. Okay. I've seen the charts of our growth mm-hmm. and they look really nice. Yes, they yes. do. Yes, they do. I, they do. Yeah. Customers, are, customers get excited about that. Uh, you know, and they also have outlooks of things changing within their business too. So then they know, okay, rail's growing, rail's growing in these places. I'm going to be able to use them for these new lanes that are going to be coming on. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I talked a little bit with Eric uh, Allen, our sales yes. uh, vice president of sales, and that's one thing I took away from the conversation was uh, when we are growing like that, that gives him leverage to go talk to yes. customers and keep them with us, even though there may be. Right. Somebody out there that can do it for less, but they're not going to have the capacity that we have to right. supply that customer with. Yes. Customers want to hear that when you go in. We'll show them maps that show where all of our inbound and outbound are so they can see that, you know, in this part of the country, we're heavy there. In this part of the country, we're really heavy here. We have a lot of capacity in these places. And then they use that to figure out, you know, what lanes they can give us. And, and yeah, it, it provides sales great talking points with the customers when they can go in and say, hey, rail's growing. Here's what we can do for you. When we can do that, uh, we add value to our service, which is an important service. And that's why I think we always do good in economic downturns because Mm -hmm. it's an important service and we do it well. Yes. So uh, when we grow uh, our driver capacity, because we do it so well, that leads to more uh, opportunities to increase driver pay. Uh, and just increase lanes and offer more right. uh, home daily, weekly jobs. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't think I could have said that any better. I don't think I could have said that at all the way they did. I, I know I wouldn't have said that. wouldn't have ever come out of my yeah, mind. Well, yeah, you, yeah. That's why I let Travis go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis well, thank you guys. With that. So, <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, thank you. Thank you very much thank for being with us All today. that in good information yeah. and, and good outlook and you know, whatever. So whatever. I don't know. I'm You ready to get out of here? No, I'm not well, no, yes. You're tired. A little. You need a nap. A nappy poo. Yeah, my nap at one o'clock was interrupted. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I wanna thank everybody for listening. So yeah, yeah. I, me too. And Aaron, especially, thank you yeah, for thanks coming. Thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're time. listening to you now and sounds like you're a very busy person, yeah. you and your department, so mm-hmm. taking the Whatever it was, hour, you know, to come down here and show like some 10 minutes. And have a laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thanks for that, you know, and um, a lot of useful information. Yeah. Now we got uh, some more ammunition, you know, so yeah. when we need like someone to pull out, you know, that, that card. Yeah. We could, hey, we, Aaron Ackley, you know, Absolutely. And she can get us out of trouble. Let's get out of here. You want to get out of here? Yeah. I'm I done. suppose you got to go home too, huh? I do. Well, do you want to go home? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time.